Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello. This is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Saint Werberga. She was about nineteen, slim of waist, and with a figure just as trim, attired, you might say, in a green velvet riding habit. She had flaxen curls, the color of pale gold nestling about her shoulders. There she stood, among some trees, contemplating the sunshine sparkling in the river. And for the life of me, I couldn't prevent myself from walking over to her. Oh! I scared you. I didn't mean to. But then you might well deserve to be scared. A pretty wench like you out here in these woods all alone. Uh, There's no danger, I assure you. Besides, I was out riding. Oh, to be sure, that's your horse standing over yonder. And a pretty beast it is. In no danger, you say, with ruffians like me walking the countryside. Well, don't look so scared. I'm not going to harm you. Oh, uh, I didn't suppose you were. But who are you? You're not from these parts. Well, I'm from the far north country, originally. But these days, me home is where I hang my hat. And mostly it's been in foreign lands. My name's Murdoch, if you must know. And I'm a man with a head that's bursting with knowledge. 
and I'm thinking to myself as I look into your pretty face that here's a wench riding through the peaceful English countryside with not a care in the world, while half the rest of the world is murdering the other half. Oh, how, how shocking. Shocking it is. And you've no idea how shocking until you've seen it happen. Do you know I've seen the Chinese massacre an entire town? Chinese? Who are they? Who is it possible that in this sixth century, a lady of obvious quality like yourself can be so downright ignorant? The Chinese, me fair young woman, are running wild across the face of Asia, invading and slaughtering from Mongolia to Turkestan. And you've never heard of them? Well, uh, I've not had your opportunity for learning. Ah. Well, there's no good reason for a woman to be given too much knowledge, I suppose. But who are you, girl? You look like a princess. Oh, I, I think I'd better leave. Without so much as returning a courtesy? Didn't I tell you my own fine name? I, uh, I I'm sorry. King Wolfir is my father. Wolfir? King Wolfir of... Mercia is your father? Then you're the Princess Werberga, with your fine clothes and beautiful horse. Well, well, it's clear you don't expect me to bend me knee and call you your royal highness, which is something in your favor. Well, it's really not my fault I'm a princess. Now, if you'll excuse me... I'll escort you to your horse. Oh, and another thing. I'll be passing by this same place tomorrow morning. If you should happen to be riding this way... Oh, I doubt very much if I shall see you again. Well, it's a sure mark you won't unless you ride out here again. But in any case, I'll be waiting for you. Now let me help you up into your saddle. Oh, no! Name of a name, girl. What ails you? Did you think I was going to take you in the arms? Oh, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'll be waiting here tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye, um, Master Murdoch. Until tomorrow... Milady? She rode away through the green trees as pretty a picture as I'd ever seen. While I made me way to the village and the nearest tavern to ponder and to wonder if she'd turn up the next morning. I know now that when she got back to her father's palace, her priest and confessor was waiting for her. Ah, child, I had to see you. Oh, you seem troubled, dear, dear friend. And you, my child, seem unusually happy. I encountered the most outrageous man. Well, in that case, I shall beg your father to instruct you not to go riding again without an escort. Yes, that might be very wise. You surprise me. Oh, do I? Oh, but you had something to tell me. Nothing of any immediate consequence, child. Uh, tell me about this man. Who is he? A stranger. He seems to have traveled a great deal. And he accosted you? Oh, no, not in those terms. But he uh, did address himself to me. My child, my child. And, and you are drawn to this stranger? I've never known anyone like him before. Ah, but you're attracted to him. <laughs> well, I really don't know. It's obvious you are. Is it wrong to be attractive? Oh, my dear, dear child, it's it's the most natural thing in the world for a girl to be attracted to some man. But, but in your case... In my case? Oh, because of my rank. Oh, 
no. No, rank has nothing to do with it. In the eyes of God, the man you met is your equal. Then? Ever since you were a child, you have wanted to give yourself to our Lord. Oh, yes. Yes, I know. Well, you can serve him in other capacities, too. But I'm not thinking of marrying this man. He's just someone I met very casually. But the meeting left an impression. I suppose so. Answer me, child. The thought of him excites you? Yes, it is true. Perhaps we should ask for guidance. I think we should, yes. Not every girl can meet the demands of being a nun. Just a few are chosen for that role. Well, of course, your father is opposed to your being one. I don't think he's deeply opposed to the idea. He simply doesn't think I'm old enough to know my own mind. He, he may be right. Well, I suppose he was right anyway when I wanted to be a nun 12 years ago. But I was very sure of what I wanted, even then. Are you as sure now? Yes. It's all I've ever thought about. Until today? Yes. Until today. I spent the day in the tavern, and I learned about her. Her mother, it seemed, was quite a holy sort of woman. In fact, in years to come, she became known as Saint Ermanilda. Next morning, I waited at the same place, under the trees near the river, not really expecting the girl to come my way. But she came, and we sat there on the grass, talking, the way a man and lass talk when they scarcely know each other. So you see, my father is caught between two fires. My mother is dedicated to the church, and I am bound to become a nun. I pity the poor man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, a shame that a wench so beautiful should want to shut herself off from the world. Oh, I have no intention of shutting myself off. There's so much to be done in the outside world. So many people who need help. Well, you could help them just as much without being a nun. But you see, in a way, I promised myself to... Well, go on. You promised yourself to whom? Oh, we're much too serious on such a beautiful morning. Tell me about yourself. Just what are you? Oh, a bit of everything, I suppose. What you'd call um, a soldier of fortune. This is my first visit to England in five years. Have you a family? Oh, we were never much of a family. Oh, that's sad. Well, what you've never had, you can't miss. I owe nobody, nobody owes me. I'm my own master, free to come and go as I please. Are you conscious that I'm holding your pretty hand? Yes, I know. And has it occurred to you that any minute now I'm liable to take you in my arms and kiss your lovely lips? 
Yes, I... I've thought of that possibility. But you mustn't. You rode out here this morning just because you wanted to meet me again. Yes. And you knew I'd want to kiss you. I didn't think of that. I could only think it was I who wanted you to kiss me. And now you'd rather I didn't. I want you to kiss me very much. But you're begging me not to. Yes. At this moment, I'm a stranger to myself. There must be something about you that makes a gentleman out of me. But I can't promise I'll always behave so well. Will you come here tomorrow? I don't know. I don't know. I only know I must go home now. And please stay here. Don't walk to my horse with me. Goodbye. I'll be here tomorrow. She didn't know what she was going back to. And it was the abbot who met her as she walked through the courtyard of the palace. My child, there is no kind or gentle way of telling you this. Something terrible has happened. Your brothers are dead. What? Assassinated by your uncle. The the plot was aimed at your father, too, but but it failed. Oh, my God, my God. dark days for her, and I didn't see her for three weeks, nor did I expect to, but I never missed a day of walking from the village to the spot near the river, and one day she came back there, and we just sat there, not saying much for a long time. One grows adjusted to violence, I suppose. Aye. We adjust to anything. Yes, it it seems we do. Even to a great loss. You know, suddenly, life seems very, very short. It is for some. But me? Well, I've got a lot of things to do yet. A lot of places to see. Then... Why are you still in these parts? (laughs) What a question she asks, as if she doesn't know full well. Was it because of me? Isn't that just like a wench to want a man to bear his soul? Aye, lass. Of course you're the reason I'm still hanging around these parts. Now, does that satisfy you? I'm glad. I'm glad you stay. And I'll stay as long as you keep coming out here to meet me. Now, you better go back to that royal house of yours. And I'll be waiting at this very same place tomorrow. I don't want to go back. No, no, do I want you to. But my conscience tells me you'd better. Now, let me kiss your pretty hand. Oh, tears? 
tears in your beautiful eyes. I'm so sorry. Here, Hold me, please, hold me. You're upset, and you're lonely, and you're starving for love. It's wrong what I feel. I know it's wrong. There's nothing wrong about it. It's the most natural thing in the world. No, you don't understand. You don't understand. But I want you to hold me. I don't ever want you to let me go. Come. I'll walk you to your horse. And I'll see you tomorrow. Come, lass. was the first awakening. And it was to me, to my own great surprise, that I let her go, for she was that beautiful. I know now that when she got back to the palace, she went straight to her confessor and told him all about it. This man you meet must be a fine fellow, my child, unless the saintliness of your blessed mother was reaching out to him to protect you against yourself. I don't know. I don't know. Now, he made no effort to... No. It was you. It was I. And you wanted his arms about you? Yes. And will you meet him again? Yes. In full knowledge of your weakness? Yes, in full knowledge of it. I can't help it. I can't help it. Oh, excuse me. I want to be alone. I'm going to my room. Lord Jesus, thou knowest this child better than I, and I do not presume to tell thee what to do, but, oh, Lord, she needs thy guidance. I thought you weren't coming this morning. I was about to give you up. I wasn't sure I should come. Oh, you look tired. I didn't sleep all night. It's funny, but somehow I knew. I didn't go to bed myself until about three, and even then I couldn't sleep. And I knew you to be awake. There was a moment when I thought that if I uttered your name, you'd hear me. It could have been my own thoughts about you that disturbed you, kept you awake. You must have done a lot of thinking about us last night. Yes. And what came of it? I don't know. I've never known anything like this before. I had no idea anything could be like this. And it it frightens me. Frightens? Yes, a little. Love shouldn't frighten you. What I feel does frighten me. Isn't it love you feel? Yes, yes, it's love, I suppose. Of a sort, anyway. Anyway, I can't think of anything else but meeting you. And nothing else seems to matter. Murdoch, for the first time in my life, I didn't want to say prayers this morning. For the first time in my life, I didn't go to the chapel. I didn't want to. Is that the way it is with you? And that's why it frightens me. It's the excitement of love, that's all. 
Well, sometimes it all wears off. Did you know that? No. People get used to each other and it's all gone. Oh, don't, don't talk like that. Don't say that. I suppose I shouldn't talk like that. Well, I don't suppose I meant a word of what I was saying. The only thing I'm sure about at this moment is the whole world would be a miserably empty place without you. We could never be married. I know. Your father wouldn't allow it. Nor would I blame him. And yet I know I can't live without you. I can't, I can't. It seems to me we've got to face the sorry fact that we can't be together. Not now. Not ever, lass. We could run away. So we could, lass. So we could. And don't think I haven't had that in mind. Would I be in your way? I'd give up me roaming, of course. And as for money, I have several bags of gold I picked up around the world. That'd hold us for a time. I've got to be with you. I can't be without you. You'd best think it over, lass. And so would I, before we take such a step. There is nothing to think about. In any case, we'd better sleep on it. I love you. Tell me you want my love. Tell me, tell me. She spent another bad night, tossing and turning in her fine bed at the royal house. And then, just before the dawn, she got up and put on a robe, and she went to the chapel to sit there in the gloom. Child? Oh, oh, hello, Father John. I saw you come in. I've waited here all night. I was sure you'd come here sooner or later, and I prayed it would be soon. Father, I'm going away. With him? Yes. I suppose it's my duty to warn your parents. There won't be time. They're away. But my child, no priest will marry you to this man, unless the priest didn't know who you were, and that would be lying to him. And you've never told a lie in all your life, not even to yourself. I know we can't be married. Live in sin, child? You? You, who in your heart at least gave yourself to our Lord so long ago? Let me alone. Please leave me alone. Very well, child. I'll take a walk to the cloisters. I I enjoy watching the sun come up. It's such a beautiful sight. And so she sat there in the gloom and quiet of the chapel. In those days so far removed from the heart of the Catholic Church in Rome, and yet still a part of it. For there was only one faith in England, the Catholic faith. After a time, she found her confessor in the cloisters as the sun is coming up. It is beautiful, isn't it? Yes. Sometimes I wonder if God made other worlds somewhere out there in the infinite skies. Do you suppose he could be satisfied with just this one place? I had pushed him out of my heart. I wonder if that could be possible. 
I want this man Murdoch because I find him attractive, because he excites me, because being with him can make me forget God. I doubt if there's been a single moment when you forgot our Lord. I'm going to keep my promise to him. You see, Father, I do love our Lord, and I'm going to take my vows because it's always what I've wanted to do. And because somehow I know that... Child, child, you you needn't explain. I want to. My flesh, my body cried out for this man. But it might have cried out for someone else. Had anyone else come along? Don't you see? My body craved gratification. And the feeling had been so strong that it was turning me from my Lord. Father, do you think I've been tempted? Do you think some power of evil had been tempting me? If it had been, then it failed. I sat there in the chapel, and slowly I felt a sense of calm and peace. Nothing more than that, just a sense of peace. And all the torment in my body was gone. And will you tell the man this? I was going to ask you to meet him, but now I think I'll tell him myself. No, it won't be a final test, Father. The need for testing doesn't exist. But I think I should be the one to tell him. I think if you don't mind, my child, I'll go to the chapel and tell the Lord I'm very happy. We'll both tell him. And then I'll go to Master Murdoch. So there it was. And the girl's priest and confessor came looking for me later that morning. And then he went back to the palace. He's gone, child. I went to the village, and they said he'd gone off during the night. God bless him. She took her holy vows with her father's permission. And in the course of time... She turned much of their property into the foundations for Catholic communities. And me? I continued my wanderings across the face of the world, not knowing at the time that she was destined to become a saint. It was a long time ago, only 700 years after Christ. to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. 
If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.